Welcome to the Leadership Playbook. My name is Emily Hawkins. How I used to introduce myself is, I have 15 years in supply chain, creating and leading teams, streamlining processes, managing millions of dollars. Except that's not what I do anymore. I'm a career and life coach. And I wanna take you on the journey of how to lead yourself, how to take your career to the next level, whatever that may be. I'm gonna give you tangible advice on exactly how to do what you want to do. Lead and love your life. Hello, my name is Emily and I'm an introvert. A lot of people find this hard to believe because I have a podcast, because I am public, because I share a lot of my life. But that's not at all what it means to be an introvert. Being an introvert really is gaining energy from being alone. And oh my goodness, I love being alone. And sometimes so much so that it's hard for me to want to be around people. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's truly true. And my mother used to tell me that she's exactly the same way. And she used to say, I can be around people for a certain period of time, and then I really have to have some alone time where nobody is around me to just gather my thoughts, think through the day, you know, decompress from an event, whatever it might be. So I want to start this by saying that being an introvert does not mean something's wrong with you. I think some of us think that only extroverts get jobs. Oh, extroverts are so great at networking. And I'm an introvert, so I'm, I suck at that. What I will tell you is introverts have superpowers. And of course, we recharge them while we're by ourselves. But we actually have the ability of being better at networking than extroverts. And I'm going to lay out a plan for you. I'm going to call it the introvert's guide to networking. And it's what I've used for years. It's what I would recommend for anyone in this boat of networking. And I want to start, though, with, with something that really helps me. It makes it, it just level sets the playing field. If you are looking for a job, did you know that your job is not, your next job, I should say, is not going to come from your next door neighbor, your best friend, that person that you go to dinner with every Friday night, it's actually going to come from what is called a loose tie. So somebody that you may have worked with or a friend of a friend, right? Maybe you ran into him at a kid birthday party a few years ago. It's called a loose tie. Somebody you know not too well. Isn't that great? Introverts thrive in this environment because it's actually less work. So I'm sharing this with you so that you know that, you know, you probably already know all the people you need to know. They just happen to be in their loose tie network that you have versus the close ties. Oh, isn't that nice? Isn't that like a great relief? And something else that I've heard for years is dig the well before you get thirsty, right? And to me, dig the well before you get thirsty, network before you need it, right? Well, why am I telling you this now when I just told you, you know, oh, you know, relax a little bit. Well, actually, I'm telling you this for the same reason. Relax a little bit because 
I bet you a million dollars that you've impressed the hell out of a lot of people. And you just haven't gone to that well that you dug over the course of your 10, 15, 20, 30 year career to even see that there's water there, that there's a network waiting for you and they are ready to receive you, talk with you, learn more about you. You've dug the well. Now you're thirsty. Now it's time to go dig the, to actually use the well, which I think is amazing. So let's talk about that. So first and foremost, if I'm like, go out and network, vagary scares the bejesus out of me. The vaguer something is, the more anxious I get. So when you say to me, Emily, I need you to go network. What does that mean? Do you want me to go like to the Chamber of Commerce? Do you want me to go to my neighborhood happy hour? I just, I have no idea what this means, right? And so I want you to realize that really what you should do is research the who, what, and why. So I don't want you to go to your neighborhood happy hour, especially if you're like me and you don't drink, then it's just a really awkward conversation about why aren't you drinking? And then that's not fun. That's not networking. That's just a lot of like opinions. So I'd rather you go to places where you really feel like you could contribute and that your people live. So when you think of the who, what, and why, I want you to think about what event would be comfortable for you. If you are in technology, are there any tech conferences near you coming your way? And I'm so excited that in-person things are coming back and conferences are coming back in a big way. So look for things, look for an event, a topic that actually makes sense for your skills and your interests. Heck, it could even be a boat show if you love boating. You can network at those things too because it's a common interest. Finding those common interests are key. And I also want you to think about who would be there, right? So if it's a conference, I'm using tech as an example, we're just gonna carry with that one. If there's a tech conference coming, they're going to tell you some of the companies that are gonna be there. And so that's a great opportunity to research who is gonna be there. So you can learn more about those businesses, their needs, all the things. And I'm telling you, when you arm an introvert with a plan, ooh, big things are gonna happen. Because when an introvert has a plan, it takes away a lot of that ambiguity and nervousness and anxiousness that introverts tend to have. And when I say that, I, I'm really just meaning me. Like, I need a plan. Then I don't feel anxious anymore. I then want you to think about why. And what does this mean? Why would you network? No, no, no. If you're going to an event, why are you going? What do you hope to get out of that event? Is it to learn something new about the industry? Is it to come away applying for seven jobs? Why are you attending this event? And by the way, going back to the boat show, because it's fun and you're just looking for some light entertainment, that's fine too. But at least know why you're going, who's going to be there, what the event's all about, and that it's something that you want to be a part of. So now you're at the event. I have some great news for you. The greatest conversations 
are when the other person does all the talking. So I want you to make every interaction about the other person. Consider yourself sort of like a scientist. What, what do you love about this person? What do you wanna know about this person? Is it the organization that they work for? Is it what they do every day? What is so fascinating about this person? And if there's not a whole lot, then make it about personal interests. So make the conversation all about the other person. This is why you introverts rock at networking way more than you thought. Because honestly, it's about the person who talks the least. And the greatest thing is, is if you're listening and you're questioning really well, you're gonna find out some amazing things about this person and then sprinkle in little pieces about yourself. Skills that you have that maybe complement theirs, interests that you have, concerts you've been to, whatever it is that you're talking about, hear it from them first and then just sprinkle in a little bit about you. And all of a sudden that person's gonna walk away saying, oh my gosh, that was a really great conversation. And you just networked the heck out of that person. Now I want you to create an exit strategy. How the hell are you gonna get out of there? <laughs> Odd, I know. I have a thing about control. If I'm gonna go to an event, if I'm gonna be a part of something, I have to be control of my going and leaving because that way I can decide this is too uncomfortable. I'm ready to get out of here. This is really draining. I'm ready to go. These are not my people. I'm leaving exit stage left. Create that plan. So are you going to Uber there? Then get your Uber app out and see what the riding is like. Uh, if you feel a little anxious, so you can get a ride before it's too late or take your own car or somehow that you can actually get out of the situation and you know come up with your exit story oh i'm so sorry something just came up and i need to leave um you know anything like that just have something prepared have an exit strategy ready this goes back to the planning part i really think that you're probably not even going to use this story or need it but gosh, doesn't it feel good to have that crutch to know that at any given time you've got this get out of jail free card just sitting there ready at the, you know, whenever you need it. I just think that's really important to have that exit strategy because being able to exit something is equally as important. It's going to take some of that anxiety out. And one more thing about in person, because I do want to talk about virtual networking put down your phone. Now, why am I saying this right now? Because I'm about to tell you all about these virtual things that actually require your phone. But for right now, if you're at an event, do not use your phone as a crutch. The majority of people are on their phones in public because it's awkward and they're using it as a crutch to get out of the awkwardness. So if you are at an alive event, I want you to make sure that you stay off your phone. You don't need it. Put it somewhere that it's harder to get to than normal. Put it in a different pocket. Put it in a different purse pocket. Somewhere that you actually have to break consciousness to grab that phone so that you're not tempted to use it to shield you from people because that's what most people do. Oh my goodness, now we're done talking about in-person people. Whew. Take a deep breath. 
you made it. All right, so now let's talk about the other way of networking. And it's actually through LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, any of these social platforms, right? And I am not, by the way, suggesting that you send a note to everyone and their brother saying, hey, I'm looking for a job. Here's my resume. Can you help me out? Oh, oh. does that make anybody want to throw up? Because it makes me want to throw up. That is not what I'm saying. In fact, virtual networking is a lot easier and painless. It's scrolling your news feed, whether it be Facebook, um, obviously Twitter, it just is like a big feed, um, or on LinkedIn, and especially LinkedIn, this really matters. Looking at those loose ties that you have and, you know, close ties that you may have and commenting on their posts. Now, rule of thumb, nothing hateful. Don't start an argument in the comments. You are just going to say something insightful about what they wrote. So take the conversation a step further. You know, if they're talking about the the housing market right now, because it's a topic, you know, it's the housing market's always a topic. Um, if you know something or you have an insight, comment on that and talk about it so you're furthering that conversation. Now, why do I want you to do this? One, gets you those loose tie connections getting a little warmer. That's always nice. Two, your activity on LinkedIn is actually on your profile. So if a recruiter were to go to your profile, your LinkedIn profile, I should say, they will see your activity on that platform. I suggest that you show this, by the way, and I suggest you become active. The more active you are on that platform, the more likely you are to show up in searches for recruiters because LinkedIn favors active users. An active user is somebody who's actively posting something, but also active on other people's accounts. So if you are in the newsfeed, not just liking, that's not really that great. Liking is fine, but commenting with these worthwhile things, it's amazing how much that can help you in the networking space. I personally have gotten clients through this just from a comment that somebody read from somebody else's and they're like, I saw your comment on so-and-so's and, -so's and I, you're just the person I wanna work with. This literally happened to me. You just never know. And it's so simple because you can do it from your own home. You can do it on your own phone. You can do it so comfortably and it takes a lot of that scariness out of somebody rejecting you per se. Because I think that's where a lot of introverts are like, oh, I don't like rejection. Extroverts don't like rejection either, by the way. Spoiler alert, no one likes rejection. But when people understand your value, they don't care anymore, introvert, extrovert. They see someone who has insight into something and they see how they can use it in their business in you know anything that they're doing and so it's really key to be doing these online and offline networking activities and i truly hope that these help you understand that you've already dug the well it's time to go reach out and get some water because you deserve it you have the skills you have the ability and do not let being an introvert 
stand in the way of that next role. Use it to your advantage to blow the doors off of the network that you have. Did you love what you heard today and you want more? Sign up for my weekly email in the show notes. It's packed with tips and tricks to lead and love your life. You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram by typing in Emily Hawkins, the number four, the letter U. I'll see you here next week.